Hey guys, it's your host, Sherelle, of this Serendipity podcast that I clearly invented. (laughs) Um, For those of you who are just now listening, I am an Aquarius. That's the first thing I always usually say. I'm really big on signs. Um, I just invented this podcast for people who just needed an ear, really, uh, for things that they might be going through just talking about real shit and it's been a minute since I actually did one so (laughs) um it's been a minute since I actually did one for numerous of reasons I've been going through you know a lot but I'm back I'm here gonna try to you know make this episode really really dope it may be a little bit longer than the other episodes that I've done but it's simply because you know I think you guys deserve it for those of you who have been listening um, before we get into everything, I'm going to kind of, you know, do like a run through of how I do the podcast for those of you who are listening. First of all, you're probably going to need a notebook or something to kind of write down any notes or any suggestions that I can give you because I don't really think that people can always give advice all the time. I think suggestions would be a better thing to say. You have to have an open mind when you listen to this podcast. You have to understand that you are a person that aren't, you're not perfect. Um, you're really fucking awesome. That's the first thing I always tell people. And I just want you to enjoy it, you know? So serendipity means basically accidentally on purpose, you know? So that means that there's something in your life at this current moment that has accidentally happened that you was not prepared for, but it's actually, you know, good for you. Or... Even for some of the bad things that are happening in your life can be good for you. So for the past few weeks, I've definitely been reading a lot and I've been going through a lot myself as far as, you know, love and things that I've been recognizing about myself, things that I have been tolerating that's not okay. And just basically trying to figure out what is it that I am doing right in my life for me to feel comfortable with who I am as a woman. I address every female that's listening to this podcast as a goddess. If you are not a goddess, you know that you're pretty much not for the simple reasons. Either you're choosing to treat other people unfairly, you're basically being a fucking thought. I don't know. But the point is, this podcast is for a female who you probably think that you're at your lowest point in your life right now. You probably feel like you're not beautiful when you are. You probably have all these wonderful people around you calling you beautiful, but you don't feel beautiful yourself. And you're such a good spirit that you have to realize it. So I'm kind of like opening up your mind to stuff like that. So the title of this podcast is called Knowing What You Want, right? At this current time in my life right now, I am 31 years old. There's no way that I literally know exactly what I want um, for everything because I still kind of figure that out over time. But I do have expectations, right? And for the time that I have dated, I have kind of, uh, I guess I would say settle or I guess I would say, oh, this person can kind of change and stuff like that. And they really don't. And you can't change someone. That's one. You cannot change any guy in your life. You can't change any female in your life. Um, You can't change friendships and stuff like that. You can have it grow. You can grow as a person, but you really can't change people. 
You know, Will Smith once said that if you are choosing to be in love with someone, you are adding to their happiness. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can make them happy. So the I have three questions that we're going to talk about really quick, right? And then we're going to go into quotes because I'm really huge on quotes right now because I am so obsessed with quotes that it it's like these affirmations that help me um, throughout the years of me, you know, going through my bullshit. So... Um, so the first question is, why are my standards high to you? Meaning like if you are, you know, either dating and or you either have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, whatever it is your preference, and you have these, you know, standards or expectations, I would say, and someone says to you that your standards are too high. And your question should be, why are my standards high to you? I would say there are reasons why you go through breakups. There are reasons why you get rejected. There are reasons why relationships do work out. There are a bunch of reasons. But people over time choose to have expectations because of what they went through. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're trying to control the next person that they're dating. It just means that I, as a person, you know, I was born without you and you have come into my life. You have come across my path. So therefore, I have these expectations. Now, ladies, you some of us really do have extremely high expectations. You know, like if you you saying I remember somebody um, that I used to fuck with, like a friend that I used to um, talk to. She necessarily said that she would not date somebody that um, didn't have a car. I think that's a little bit shallow to, to do because you can find a good man, you know, and he will not have a car. You know, you're going to ride with him on a train. Y'all, y'all two going to get a bus pass or something. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, he's not going to be a good guy to you. I necessarily I don't have a car. I'm from the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? Like we take the train, metro car, we you know, make, you know, jokes on the train. We see different people. That's I mean, that's like my way of connecting with someone anyway. So it doesn't bother me to have a car. And then two is it's a luxury that you have to like keep up with it. And I don't really have time for that shit, nor can I afford it if that. Um but your standards should never be or your expectations should never be someone else's um how can I say, I wouldn't say concern, but I would say someone should not question you of why your expectations are too high. You know, I've went out on dates that, um, I remember this guy, <laughs> I remember this guy that took me out and we went to go play pool. Everything was cool. And I'm thinking like the date was going like really well because we were, we had like really great, you know, chemistry. He was a real estate agent. And it was pretty dope. The day was like really nice. And right when he was dropping me home, I asked him, I was like, oh, so did you enjoy the day? He was just like, yeah, I really did. I really did. However, there's going to be an issue for me because you don't wear heels. I was like, excuse me? (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. Are you serious right now? He was like, yeah, I don't think you know, I can see you again because, you know, you don't have heels. Mind you guys, I had on a really sexy bomb ass dress with some booties on. Booties, obviously, if men, if you're listening, if you don't know what that is, it's shoes like that kind of cover their ankle. They're super cute. I was looking fine as shit that day. And 
you know, he did kiss me when we were playing pool. So I'm thinking like, all right, cool. I got it in the bag. It's no issue. You know, I wind up seeing him again. And for him to tell me that at the end of the day, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. But in hindsight, even though I disagreed with him, those are his expectations. He wants a lady who, you know, wears shoes. And in some instances, you know, being that, you know, women are either from, you know, New York or um, any other. I guess it just depends on how you grew up. I grew up on like sneakers, you know booties and stuff like that so some in some cultures or some it's just sexier when a woman when women wear shoes so I mean I didn't like it at the time but you know as weeks and months passed on and I started to realize you know what different people like that doesn't necessarily mean that I you know should hate them or any reason you know I could probably hit them up today just be like hey how you doing and it'll still be all good but um your standards and expectations should never be to the point where you're guarding yourself from love. You know, there are guys that put up this brick wall to pretend that they're so hard and pretend that they don't want love, blah, blah, blah. And then when you have a female that breaks your heart and eventually over time when God sends you, you know, a really great female, you're so guarded your expectations are so like all over the place that you don't even know how to treat the person that's in front of you. That's actually like really good for you. So it kind of goes both ways. And as, as far as, you know, for the men, your expectations of a woman should be just as, you know, um, important for yourself too, because I'm talking about a good man, you know, like if you have kids and you know, you're doing your thing and you have your own place and stuff like that. And you want a woman that, you know, comes into your home and shit like that to respect you as a man and to see that she's a really great, you know, fit to be a stepmom to your kids. Or even if not that, if you're just single and you're just trying to find somebody that, you know, is good company, you still want to make sure that you are having those deeper conversations. Because the problem with our dating realm now is that we ask like the basic fucking questions, you know, like what's your favorite color and shit like that. No, you have to, if you are dating, you have to date with a purpose. You know, if you are going to have sex with someone, I mean, every now and then we all get down, you know, dirty and whatever. You can, you know, fuck somebody that you like and it doesn't work out. Okay, fine. But if you are very serious about being a wife or a husband, you have to date with a purpose, right? You can't just be picking up chicks and just thinking that you're going to wind up finding a wife in all the wrong places. You have to have those deeper conversations. I necessarily would say nowadays, they have really great apps for that too. Like I have a questions app on my phone that asks me a question every single day. Now, even though somebody might not be with me, when the notification goes on in my phone, I still you know, answer the question. Now, if I'm going to date or if I meet, or I even use it like with my friends and stuff like that. Oh, wow. That's so crazy. The question just popped up on my phone. I did not expect that. That's so fucking crazy. Um, I have a question that asks me, I have the app that asks me seven questions like a day. Um, and it's weird because this shit just popped up on my phone just now. So the question is, you are the opposite sex for a day. What do you do? Hmm. What would I do? 
a good question. I think I would... Now, I'm not going to lie. If I was a dude, I would probably definitely want to have sex with a female to kind of see what it feels like (laughs) from their perspective. But I think I would... I don't know. What would I do? That's a really good question. Yeah, I think I'm just going to keep it 100. I think I would fuck a girl, to be honest, like to kind of see how it feels, like to see the masculinity. I'm having trouble with the word. (laughs) Um, The masculine part of like being a man. Like, I think that would um, really be kind of interesting to kind of flip the perspectives of that. But anyway, like I was saying, to sum up everything with that question, um, make sure your standards are for you. If somebody's telling you that your standards are too high or cursing you out because you have expectations of yourself, then that person is not for you. Uh, my expectations are not extremely out the window. I expect a man to be a man of God. I expect a man to know what respect means. I expect a man to pray with me, to love me, to uh, uplift me to challenge me in a way where it's going to have me thinking more of what I can do for the world and what I can do for myself and what I can do for my kids in the future. Now, I don't like men who are too aggressive with me. If it's in the bedroom, by all means, do what you got to do, my man, you know? But I don't like a man who is too aggressive, meaning like, you know, if I'm trying to have a conversation with you and you're, you're, I don't know, you're just being like rude or you're just thinking that I'm trying to violate your, your space as a person. That's not what I'm doing. Everyone knows how it really gets down. I love having conversations with people. I love to love people as well too. It's in my nature. I'm a caretaker. Um, so the next question is, my voice is kind of raspy today. I don't know if I find it a little sexy or not because I was in bed all day and then I just woke up. I was like, let me just do a podcast for my fans and stuff. Um, so if you're just not walking in the room, this is called Serendipity Podcast. My name is Sherelle, AKA Relly. This is the 18th episode. This title is called Knowing What You Want. The first question, we were talking about standards and expectations and stuff. And then um, the next question is, how come communication is hard to do so in relationships? Right? So let's, re- let's, let's say that again. <laughs> how come communication is hard to do so in relationships? Now, I know you're probably going to say, how's she going to give me an answer? How does she know these things, right? Um, first of all, I got my heart broken just like you. You're listening right now. I got my heart broken just like you. I'm sitting with some wine, you know, on a holiday or whatever the case might be, numerous of times crying, you know, when I was single or even when I with, was with someone, I still felt lonely sometimes because I just felt like that person didn't understand me. Now, at one point, I did have a partner who I felt emotionally, like, connected to, and I still got, like, ghosted 
that's that's another episode. Um, but even to this day, that I feel like communication for every single person it starts with it starts with yourself. You have to know what words to choose properly where it doesn't seem argumentative all the time. I've gotten into really great conversations with grown ass men who can answer questions, who can, you know, have a talk about what they want in life or what they're looking for in a female and stuff like that. But I think what I've heard before from a guy is communication can feel hard because necessarily they don't feel heard. And I've recognized in my past, like, I am extremely patient, right? But as soon as when I feel like I'm repeating myself way too much, I get so angry. Like, if I've asked you numerous of times, you know, to kind of you know, for things that we have to work on as two people and you're just not getting it, it's very frustrating. So for the women who really, really like don't listen and you just like belligerent all the time, you have to know that the reason why your man is probably, you know, not feeling willing to open up is because you have to hear him, you know? Now, if it's stupid reasons, some guys really do have stupid reasons, you know? Like, I had to explain myself the other day to somebody, but, you know, was, uh, I said, you know, how, we need to learn how to have a conversation to converse. And they were just like, oh, but a debate or, you know, conversation, that's two different. I don't have time to explain myself to you, you know? Like, you should know as a person, as two people, uh, you know, friendships, uh, lovers and stuff like that, that you should know how to communicate with someone. And I was watching a sermon the other day by Keon Henderson. He's a pastor. For those of you who do not have a religion, it's totally okay. For for those of you who do, that's totally okay. I'm just speaking in general from the advice that was heard, that I heard from the sermon. And he was speaking on being defensive. Um, You're defensive a lot when you really don't know who you are as a person. You are kind of like all over the place with your thoughts, you kind of flip, you know, back and forth, like with your thoughts, you don't really know who you are. So your defense mechanism is to be defensive to something that you don't understand. And you cannot do that. You have to make sure that you are aware of what the person is saying. You have to be uh, considerate of how they are feeling and you have to listen. I understand what you mean by that would be a nice response. Okay. Let me see how I can work on that. Or we'll, we'll revisit this again. You know, those are kind of things that you want to practice for you and your partner. <laughs> not like cursing them out. Not, you know, just saying, well, I don't give a fuck. Those, that's not, how are you supposed to build anything with anybody? Whether it's friendships, you know, personal relationships, uh, work relationships. If you're so guarded all the time, if you're being so defensive all the time, that's how you lose people in your life. And each time your relationships will continue to be the same because you're not choosing to communicate, you know, respectfully with people. Um, 
as a woman, I feel like communication is hard for me because when I am meeting a guy or, you know, when I was dating, they would ask me, you know, like, so what is it that you want? Or we'll have like these really, really good conversations. And then long behold, later on down the line, they do the same exact thing of what I said, you know, that I didn't want in life. Meaning like, I don't want somebody like to leave, you know, just up and leave and just think that, you know, the relationship is over. I don't want somebody who I can't talk to or who I'm going to be scared of. I don't want somebody who's like aggressive. I don't want somebody who, you know, is going to be mean and make me feel like what I'm saying to them, like really doesn't matter. I don't want somebody where I'm overly extending myself to that person all the time and then they're giving me like half ass sometimes i don't like that for both parties including myself i had to learn that f you know listening is a huge part of the deal now i'm an aquarius okay so i am very patient but after a while if i feel like you're just not getting it if you're choosing to date me right if you're just not getting it that means that you necessarily have a problem. I admit of having a problem before as far as, you know, right off the back, like not even, I used to just be like, fuck this. And I, w- I would care, I would just walk out and I not even care. I wouldn't give two fucks about you. But now like in my life of dating, what, you know, me being in relationships and stuff like that, or the previous relationship that I did have, I was always willing to like, hey, is everything okay? Do I, you know, is there anything that I can do better? I'm, be- I'm more open to just listening to how my partner is feeling. Nowadays, I've been getting guys that get fucking annoyed over questions and shit like that. It's, it's really like sad. It's really sad. So make sure that when you are communicating with someone, you ask them, you know, what is it that I can what is it that you feel that I can do to make this kind of work a little bit better? Or what is it that I'm not doing that you feel? Now don't put pressure on somebody, right? But at the same time you still want to hear like, "Oh man, I didn't know that I was making you feel that way. Um I didn't know that you know, you felt scared to talk to me. I didn't know that you were crying at night. I didn't know like be more empathetic." in your communication, okay? Write that down. Be more empathetic when you're having a conversation and stop being so damn defensive all the time. It's not cool. Like, that shit really hurts, like, relationships, you know? It really hurts relationships a lot. (sighs) The amount of people that I have lost because... They don't really know me as a person. People constantly think it's either I'm being nosy or it's either I have an attitude. And people mix my passion for attitude and you cannot do that. It's hard, yo. Like, finding love is so hard. And I think at this point, from my time of, like, being single, I wasn't finding love. Like, you know... I literally, like, ask God, like, if somebody is meant to be in my life, let them walk into my life. And literally, that's what's been happening. Like, people literally just been walking into my life. And then when I give, you know, a person a chance and stuff like that, it just seems as if... It seems as if I'm the problem. And I know as much work and effort that I have put in, you know, 
with my previous relationships and the struggle that I have, you know, gone through these past few years, it's taught me so much about myself. It's taught me to be empathetic. It's taught me to be patient. I work, you know, with patience. So I get cursed out all the time. You know, I get, I have to, you know, wipe shit from people's asses. I have to hear all sorts of things. You know, I work in an emergency room. So I am very aware of my patience. And I think when a man tells me that I do not have patience or I'm overthinking something, I think that is the most, that's very insulting for you to tell someone that they're overthinking something. You don't know what's in my head. You don't know what's in my heart. I'm a woman, yes, but you do not know what's in my head and what's in my heart. You do not know that most of my breakups or even any female for that matter, the things that she's went through just to like, you know, be in love. And let's keep it real though. Like, like Jadena, the, the, the rapper, he was making a great point about how women really do suffer more than men. And it's not to, you know, be a victim of anything, but at the same time, it's like, yo, you, you are a black man. Okay. And you seem to think that it's okay to treat a woman, especially a good woman at that. It's not okay to treat a, a, a good woman like shit. It's not okay to belittle her thoughts. It's not okay to um, make her feel as though the things that she is not, that the things that she is doing for you is, you know, like an issue for you. Like, Why? Why? It's not okay for, for us, to, for for guys to have men, no, for men to have women, sorry, second guessing if you like them or not. Like, you're, you're old enough to have a conversation. Like, talk about it. Talk about the fact that, you know, I, I want to be with somebody. Like, if you're in up in your age already, you, make it clear of what you want. Don't be scared to talk about, you know, anything anymore. I'm not scared to talk about shit no more. My mom and everyone else in my life, you know, around me, there's people that have been married and stuff like that. That shit does not last because people are holding things in. Why? People are in marriages and stuff like that. And they'll go cheating like on fucking social media and stuff like that because you're not choosing to communicate what you want. People are unsatisfied in bed while they are with someone like for years and yet and still you're like texting the next person across the world you know fucking naked pictures and shit like that why are you doing that communicate on what you want and make sure that when you're you know communicating if you and your spouse are talking right now if you guys to choose and in one of my old episodes i told you guys that you know the indian position like facing each other um it's more like a respectful thing, you know, like be intimate when you guys, even when you're talking about the hard things, you know, try to be intimate. Like both of you sit on the floor and the, you know, the female could be in front with our legs around the guy face to face and just talk like, babe, this is what I want. This is what I think that we could do. This is how I think we should get our money up. I cannot tell you like the amount of shame, not even shame. It's not shame. I wouldn't say that. I'm not gonna put myself down like that. I can't tell you the amount of times I've been so sweet to people and it just seems like it just doesn't, it just doesn't resonate with them. And I feel sorry because it's also probably the previous person in their life that 
didn't allow them to feel this way. I'm such a lover, y'all. I'm such a lover. And I had to learn how to be like, I've always been gentle, but it's like with communication now, I will flip my shit. Like as soon as when I feel like if I've had enough, you know, because I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect, you know, but it's like, I'm tired, yo. As a black woman, I'm tired. As a black woman, I'm fucking tired. I already have to fight every day of my life to make sure that I get respected for the simple fact that I'm a woman. That's one. Two, I'm a black woman, okay? So the fact is that communication of any sort in my life, whether it comes to my professional life, it has to be important. I have to learn how to you know, speak to people and stuff like that. I've lost my cool a few times because I let a person take me out of my element. I've let people like, you know, take me out of who I am really quick all because they're expecting a different type of communication, like more aggressive or I don't know what it is. It's it's not going to happen. I'm sorry I'm rambling, guys. But anyway, um one thing that I do want to say is when you are communicating with someone don't mix don't mix up what you see from them with what you know don't mix up what you see from that person of what you know for example i was talking to a guy before and he sees the fact that i'm very well spoken he sees the fact that i know how to you know converse in a conversation and because he knows that I'm from the Bronx, every other conversation we would have, he would be like, yo, why don't you just bring that Bronx side out? See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I like right there. It's like, first of all, I, I'm i from the Bronx. So it naturally, I'm, from, I'm a New Yorker, you know? Naturally, it's in my, it's in my, I don't know, my swag to have like some sort of like, you know, like edge to how I speak. But at the same time, that's, that's, it, it comes out like, how can, I, how can I say it? It comes out by like serendipity. It's not like I just push on and off, on and off. Like, oh, let me be, let me talk with some edge today. No, I literally just, I speak how I feel. But don't think that because you, because you see something, right? And that's what you like, you know, obviously whatever you know about the person, you're kind of using that. Like, It's like you're using that against them. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I just don't like that shit. I don't like it at all. It really annoys me that people, you know, say, oh, Cheryl, you're, you know, you're from the Bronx, but you sound like, don't do that shit. Don't. It's, it's insulting. Um, the last question that I have for you guys is, who am I? Right? Who am I? Oh, the fire... The firefighter is about to pass by. You're about to hear it, guys. So sorry. Um, who am I? I always ask this question to myself a lot. And I don't know what your answer would be. So when I'm doing these questions, I kind of also have to think about my own answer, too. Because I'm learning just like you. Thank you for listening. But who am I? I am a black woman. I am a loving person. I am 
in love with serving people um, who need love, whether it's friendships, whether it's, um, you know, respectful, professional, like, you know, way. Um, I am a sister. I am a daughter. I am a friend. I am a best friend. I am a great coworker. Um, I love my body. I am a woman who will not settle. I am, I am who I am. <laughs> I can't go on for too long, you know, but I am who I am. Um, I'm sorry about the noise in the background, guys. I guess there's an emergency. It's so funny because as soon as when I hear those, uh, the sirens, I'm like, oh my God, what emergency is that? <laughs> um, it's in you like to know if, if you're like a nurse or anybody who's listening and you're my coworker, you literally do know. Like as soon as when you see like an EMT, you're, or you hear like an ambulance, you're like, oh my God, what is that? What is that? <laughs> it's like an adrenaline rush. But, um, so I wanted to share something with you guys, right? There is a dope ass author. I know I'm probably saying her last name wrong, so I'm going to say her first name. Try to say her last name, and then I'm going to spell it, okay? So the book that I finished reading about a week ago was, is called How to Get Over a Boy, right? And it's by Chidera Egaru. Egaru. I think that's how you enunciate that. I'm so sorry if she's ever listening to this podcast, but um, how do you spell her name? It's C-H-I-D, as in David, E-R-A, Chidera. That's her first name. Her last name is Egaru, um, E-G-G-E-R-U-E. I'm really, really sorry if I'm, you know, if I'm fucking that name up, but this book is fucking amazing, okay? How to Get Over a Boy is the name of the book, okay? First of all, the front cover alone is very Af Afrocentric. I love it. And when I read this book, I was like, wow, just the interior of the book is fucking amazing. It's colorful. It's beautiful. It's I think these this is one of my favorite books, honestly. And I don't think I'm going to let anybody borrow this shit, to be honest. Um, so there are two there are two things in this book that I wanted to read to you. Right. And there is a page, page 91. Um the top of the page, it says maintaining your boundaries, right? Um, man, what is going on outside? It's a lot going on, on outside. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, okay, so back to what I was saying. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Maintaining your boundaries, right? I'm just going to read a paragraph that she has. It's not even a whole, uh, a whole paragraph, more like a little stanza. If someone actually does come at you with the, in quotation marks, don't you love me anymore? You can respond to them by saying, loving someone should never come at the expense of my own well-being. Love does involve sacrifice, but my well-being and my peace of mind will never ever be traded for love. I felt that so much. So again, the, the, 
the thing that she said was, if someone actually does come at you with the don't you love me anymore question, you can respond to them by saying loving someone should never come at the expense of my own well-being. Love does involve sacrifice, but my well-being and my peace of mind will never be traded for love. I felt that so much because I am a lover, right? Like when I am going hard for somebody, I will just, you know, I'm a people pleaser. I love to make sure that they are, you know, feeling loved and anything that I can do, whatever it is, especially if it's, if it's a guy, I'm, I'm really going to, you know, be there for sure. I literally like when I was when I was ghosted, right? For those of you who don't know, I was ghosted like a while back and um, I was in like this peace of mind. Like I was just like trying to figure out who I was as a person. I was still dating, but I was take I was it was like very, you know, every now and then I would go on a date, like maybe two, three times a month. I would go on a date um, and when I when I finally gave at least, you know, a person a chance or a special guy a chance that I thought that he really did, you know, kind of deserve a chance, um, I started to feel like something was off and it was my peace. I felt like I was overly extending myself. I felt like I was always available and I was disrupting my peace. I feel like if a man wants a woman or vice versa, if if a female really wants a guy, you kind of have to like make sure that you're present. You have to make sure that you're showing them like, yeah, this is something real. Like, I really want to be with you. I really do care for you. You have to you have to make sure that that's there. So I just wanted to say, you know, um, don't trade your peace of mind for love. Right. That's exactly what she's trying to say in the book. Don't trade your peace of mind for love. And. I think what I'm about to say, this person knows it's for them. So I will never disrupt any man's peace at all. The things that you have to do to stay calm, you know, whether it's, you know, being in your own artwork or um, whether it's you working out or whatever the case might be, I will never disrupt that nor have I ever done that. And that is literally something that is cold-heartedly honest. I have never disrupted a man's peace because there's certain things that everyone has to do to kind of get their mind off of things, right? I will never disrupt that. And I think for any person who has been with me in the past, if you've ever felt as if I did, then you must not know me because I've always, I give people their space to do what they have to do. I'm an Aquarius. It comes like with the distance sometimes, but um, I wouldn't want that peace to be traded for love because your peace is what allows you to love. I have fallen, you know, for people where I've I fell in love with, you know, the things that they're able to do to make others feel okay. Whether it's, um, you know, I was once in love with an EMT, you know, for the simple fact that that's something. You know, he's giving himself being a first responder to someone else, to helping others. I've, you know, fallen in love with an artist, you know, makes music and stuff like that. And it's as if, you know, seeing the uh, people in their own realm 
of artwork in their own, you know, moment, that's what makes me fall in love with them. <laughs> so if you choose to think that you really think that you know me <laughs> and you thought that I was disrupting your peace, then you really don't know me. Um, one last thing that I wanted to point out, right? So what I'm reading now is um, a quote from the book called How to Get Over a Boy, right? So Chidera is her name, the, um, the author. She had put a quote inside her book by James Baldwin, right? And he's, he's, he has a lot of good quotes, first of all, which I love. This says, we can disagree and still love each other unless your disagreement is rooted in my oppression and denial of my humanity and right to exist. Let's read that again. We can disagree and still love each other unless your disagreement is rooted in my oppression and denial of my humanity and right to exist. First of all, you are born different for a reason. Okay, let's make that very clear. Just like Dion Cole said in his uh, stand-up comedy uh, on Netflix now, which I'm not obviously promoting, but it, that shit was really funny. He said that, you know, people are different for a reason. If everybody was the, the same, that shit would be whack, you know? So I'm okay to disagree with you. I'm okay to disagree with a lover. I'm okay to disagree with a friend. But if you are trying to question like either my existence or who I am as a person, like meaning um, I remember, well, I can't say I remember. Someone has told me, even though it was in a fight, in an argument, this person said, fuck your place. Now, even though they meant it in a different way, right? What I hear is fuck your home. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things that you cannot say because this is this is how I exist. I would have been homeless. Okay? And for anybody that is in my circle, whether you do know me or whether I've dated you or whatever the case might be, for you to say some shit like that, to say fuck your place or you know, or for anybody to think that this place is theirs or for anybody to think that, you know, um, my place is not important either. It's like you're questioning something that exists to me. So I don't know. I think this quote is so it's very, how can I say, very deep, you know, and I think I'm going to read this book all over again because the book was really that good. Um, yeah, so I'm going to close this this book now, put that down. Um, so yeah, again, if you're just walking in the room, my name is Sherelle. I am the goddess, the host of, you know, Serendipity Podcast. This is the 18th episode. The title is Knowing What You Want. We spoke about standards and expectations um, how they are high to someone else, but maybe not to you. We also spoke about why is communication so hard to do so in relationships. And we spoke about um, who we are as a person. 
I wanted to go back to question two really quick. Um, it says, how come communication is so hard to do so in relationships? I wanted to add something to that because literally, if you do not know this is affecting you in this way, then you're clearly blind. How you grew up also affects your communication. Okay? If you had, you know, a mom that you really didn't speak to a lot, or if you had a father that you didn't speak to a lot, or whatever the case might be, or however you grew up, it affects your communication in the future. If you are so used to your parents yelling and fighting and blah, 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 if you're so used to that, then if you're used to having a strict dad, a very disciplinary dad and stuff like that, then it affects your communication in the future. If, you know, women, if your mom was very hard on you or whatever the case might be, if you feel like shut down or if you feel like scared to talk or anything like that, if you're like emotional about things, your communication also has something you know, to do with the way you grew up. It's it's literally like facts, okay? I just want you to know that you are not a victim of your circumstances, okay? Um, just make sure that however you're choosing to grow, all right, you're, you're like a tree of life. That's a lot going on outside. Um... You're like a tree of life, so you have to make sure that your communication is, how can I say it, being open-minded to someone else's uh, response, too. Don't laugh when somebody is talking. Don't be rude when somebody's talking. Don't be cursing at them and stuff like that when they're trying to express their feelings because it's very hard to do. You know, that's like you going on stage and you expressing how you feel as a poet and everybody's laughing at you. That's like you playing the piano and stuff like that in front of a room full of people. And that's how you're feeling, right? But then everyone is laughing at you. You don't want to do that. That's like when a person, you know, when a person is talking and someone's laughing at you or cursing you out. That's like pointing the finger. You know, have respect because somebody thinks differently than you. Um... I wanted to say thank you so, 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 so much for people who are listening. I love you for listening to me. I love you so much. And each time that people kind of, you know, hit me up to ask me questions and to, you know, see what advice or suggestions I, I can give them, never advice, but always suggestions, it makes me feel like I've helped someone, you know? I don't have, like, an astounding million viewers and or listeners just yet, but... I'm going to hopefully make it there one day. Who knows? <laughs> I just wanted to give a shout out real quick to my homegirl, E. It was her birthday yesterday. Uh, I love her. I've known her since the third grade. She's super, super, super fucking beautiful, yo. She really is beautiful inside and out. She has looked out for me so much in my fucking life, her and her mom. And she's such a huge part of my life. She always has been. Um, no matter who came my way, whether no, no matter how many friends I've had, like she's always going to be, um, you know, first. We live we live the same paths, but we're it's different lives. I know that sounds really crazy, but we're always going to be in each other's life. So I just wanted to wish you happy birthday, E, and I fucking love you so goddamn much. It's ridiculous how much I love you. I probably yeah, I, not even probably. I'll fucking die for you, bitch. I really would. Um. I wanted to let people know this is a very tough time right now. 
it's a lot going on in the world, weather, pandemic, all that, you know, suicidal uh, Black Lives Matter movement and shit like that is going on. And if you find somebody that is next to you, that loves you for who you are and loves, you know, that wants to grow with you, that includes fighting sometimes a little bit of disagreements, but make sure you do it in a respectable way. You know, because there are already people dying out here. There are already people that have it a lot worse than you, you know. So don't try to, you know, push people away during a time when it's already super, super fucking crazy out there in the world. It's very fucking hard in dating. So when you find somebody, just make sure you love them as much as you can, man. Just life is too short. You know what I'm saying? So I'm signing out. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. I will definitely hear from you guys really fucking soon. I love you.